United States media have seemingly forgotten that there's still a war out in the Ukraine right now. Sorry, let me rephrase it. A war in Ukraine, I believe is the proper way of saying it. The Ukraine, they don't use that. You're not supposed to say it like that. We like, it's not on the news. Nobody discusses it. It's not much to say. Uh, the opponents of the Biden administration want to pretend like it's not happening because it allows them to criticize Biden on things that are beyond his control, including the inflation, including the, quote, recession, end quote, including the gas prices, the increase in food prices. What did you think was going to happen when one of the largest producers of food is being invaded. And by food, I mean wheat. It's uh, Ukraine is considered the breadbasket of the world because of all the wheat they produce. What did you think was going to happen when one of the top 15 economies in the planet has misbehaved to a point in which the rest of the world has to hit them with intense sanctions? What did you think was going to happen? Russia provides gas and energy to most of Europe. Got to cut that off. So what's going to happen? Increase in prices. Got to look elsewhere for these things. But we cannot have Ukraine in the news and also have the criticisms against Biden and the inflation he supposedly created. So what happens? We're just going to pretend like the war is not happening. But guess what? It's still happening. The invasion is still happening. It is still going on. And nothing can really be better until Russia stops. There is a lot of things beyond our control that are going to remain beyond our control. And they will not quit until Russia stops. I don't know when that day is going to happen. Somebody's got to accidentally, you know, slip something into Putin's drink. And I'm not saying to kill him. But to alter his mind enough so that he'd be like, you know what? We don't need this war anymore. Ukraine, you win. You can keep all your land. That's what I meant. I am not here promoting the death of a leader. What I am here for is to remind all of you that there's still a war going on. There's still a mass migration going on. There's still millions of people who have been displaced from their homes and searching for a new life elsewhere because as of now, their former home just isn't safe. Maybe if this ends in the next year, maybe it'll be time for them to go back. But as of right now, what it looks like is it's going to be an ongoing thing for quite some time and all these people that have been displaced that have moved elsewhere are going to remain in their home, in the country that they've moved to in Germany, in Austria, in the UK in the United States Maybe I don't know how many we got and it sucks it it sucks that this corner of bad news is going to be a, a part of modern day life until Russia gives up or until Ukraine gives in Or until the money stops pouring into Ukraine and Russia just, you know, bulldozes through. 
But I hate the fact that we ignore that this war is going on. Because now all these other criticisms are popping up. Because midterms are coming, right? Gotta start throwing them insults. Well, Biden's got enough money to send to Ukraine. How come he don't got enough money for this and this and this and this? This is that's a criticism that I have heard a lot from, you know, from the centrist and the left side, right? He's got money for this, but don't got money for that. Here's the thing. Even if war is not in the news, war has bipartisan support. Helping Americans does not. One side of the fence did not even want to codify gay marriage being a right. One side of the aisle did not want to pass a bill to help veterans who risk their lives fighting all these wars and have come home with all these diseases and illnesses and cancers that had developed in their bodies because of the things they dealt with while fighting said war. One side of the aisle just wants to obstruct as much as possible and does not care. But what always has bipartisan support? War. It is significantly easier to support that because there are connections to all these war hawks that'll give all this money. There's all these connections to choose from. And that always makes them rich. It is what it is. The point of this conversation is for me to reveal that there has to be better focus on everything that's happening globally because the United States is not an an island of its own. Things that happen on the other side of the world are affecting things in the U.S. And we do a very poor job of learning about other countries. There will every once in a while there'll be a tragedy. We'll focus on them for a couple weeks, but then we'll just run away on to the next story that's happening happening domestically. We don't do a good enough job learning about the things happening globally. And therefore, we assume that the problems are ours and they are the fault of the people within the country. And that's not the case. These increase in prices, yes, it is definitely the fault of the corporations that have decided to price gouges to death. But another thing that's going on, guess what? China is still extremely shut down, trying to ensure that the best way to get rid of COVID is by not having the cases in the first place. Because P.S., the vaccines that they have chosen are not the vaccines that we use over here. And they're not as effective on against the variants. So whenever there's a little breakout, China shuts it down. But when they shut down, production shuts down. When production shuts down, prices increase. When a country that is notorious for making bread is invaded, they're going to shut down. When that shuts down, prices go up. That is the way of the world. One of the top gas-producing countries is Russia. And who are we fighting against right now through sanctions? Russia. These are things going on around the world that affect us and are affecting us immensely. And we're still in a pandemic. But if it doesn't get covered in the news enough, 
then it allows for the opponents, it allows for the pundits, it allows for the people that wants to stir up crap to say all the things that they want to say and get us angry at each other and pretty much force us to look into, look inward and try to figure out who to blame within when some, when a majority of the problems are because of things happening beyond. I don't necessarily use like the CNNs, the MSNBCs that much for news. I mostly use, uh, there's a news program in Germany, DW. Uh, there's the Al Jazeera network. There is BBC, which they're not perfect, but they do a pretty good job of, you know, checking the news globally, much better than us. And I've been using them for a while, um, to get my news. I also use Twitter, but boy, <laughs> that's a hell, that's a hellscape. That's a hellscape scenario, getting your news from Twitter and allowing and having to skim through all the comments and angry arguments. But Twitter is pretty good for news. It's significantly better for sports news, but that's another subject. But American news media is terrible at everything. <laughs> They're horrible at everything. Awful at everything. Because they're all profit hungry. And the best way to make a profit is to get the people pissed off. And how do you get the people pissed off? Is by presenting problems without telling the whole story. Because if you show a little fraction of the problem, that's enough. That's enough reason for people to get angry. But if you tell the whole story, it makes the problem more understandable. But that creates less conflict. I used to make fun of this girl for always listening to NPR radio and listening to BBC. I used to make fun of her for that. But this was like a decade ago. But she was a decade ahead of the game because this was before, you know, the 2015 time, 2015 when it was like truly when like news media was already a mess beforehand. But when Trump started running for president and all these news networks decided to jump you know, on his back and ride the ratings with him, man, it has not been the same ever since. So that, so that woman was ahead of the curve. Lauren, if you're out there, this one's for you. Um, but we're in a, there's a war going on. There might be a second one. Thanks to Pelosi. (laughs) Oh, Pelosi, what are you doing? What are you doing? Going to Taiwan. At this at at this point now, oh Pelosi. Honestly, if that war hawk really wants to stir some shit, Pelosi would do a tour, going to Taiwan, then go to Hong Kong, and then go to Nepal. Complete the trifecta to piss off China. <laughs> but we're at war. There's a war going on. There's a war happening in Europe. All right. Not a small little country where there's a civil war where we don't where the United States does not do business with and does not have any ties with. This is Europe we're talking about. This is a na- this is a country that wants to be part of NATO. This is a country that neighbors NATO countries. Like this is the closest we are to a world war in a very, very, very long time. 
part of what really harmed this, uh, the way we look at this invasion is we constantly talked about, oh, World War III is going to happen. World War III is going to happen when Trump was president. A lot of overblown stuff there. Yeah, Trump caused a lot of chaos. But man, we every week it was a, Trump's going to bring us to World War III. Trump's going to bring us to World War III. And we got desensitized. So by the time that Russia decided to start invading Ukraine... This was the actual thing. This is the potential World War Three scenario. Everybody was like, eh, eh, whatever. And then when Russia literally started invading, we're like, oh, wait, this, uh, this is happening. Wait, this is happening. Oh, no. We weren't ready for it because the news media desensitized us to, the, to that concept. And now the news media is ignoring Ukraine because it doesn't deliver the ratings it used to. Now we're at all these controversies happening within the White House. That was the Roe v. Wade, which is dominating the news cycles, as it should. But we also got to focus on the poor people of Ukraine. That's, that's one of our biggest global problems that we have. Millions of people are being displaced. Tens of thousands of people are dying or getting hurt. But we're not focusing on that. So then we're like, why are gas prices so high? What did you think was going to happen? Or you already forgot. American news media likes pointing out that something's happening without giving you the in-depth analysis as to why it's happening. And it requires, you know everyone on both sides of the aisle to produce the reasons whether it be for good reasons or bad reasons and whether they be actual reasons or just bullshit reasons but it's forcing us to do our homework when it shouldn't be that way the Russia-Ukraine conflict is going to continue to be a uh incubator of problems. It's going to continue to cause things to shift slightly. Whether it be prices, whether it be access to certain things, whether it be us having to potentially produce our own stuff, some of our own things, because we can't rely on other countries because of all these sanctions and deals and, and you know, countries forming alliances. A lot of things are happening. And I don't think it's being covered properly enough. And if we're not being educated enough, then we're going to get mad at each other for all the wrong reasons. And we're going to keep pointing the blame at all the wrong places. We're at war. We're financing one side, but we're in this war. We have to continue financing this country because the other scenario would be that angry dictator running that giant country with an iron fist moving ever so closer towards the European countries that we had sworn to protect by any means necessary. I don't want us to have to send soldiers to another war. I don't want this to happen. But it's part of the deal. If that guy manages to take Ukraine, he will go further west. 
and we will have to somehow, once again, get ourselves involved in a conflict, even though we just pulled ourselves out of one in Afghanistan. That it's this isn't being reported enough. I'm tired of stupid people saying stupid things because there just isn't enough information being brought out there. And some make the argument like, oh, you know, do your own research. You got to go do this. Stop looking at Fox News. Okay, cool. But you do know this is true. There's still a lot of parts of the country that does not have reliable Wi-Fi, does not have reliable broadband. And they rely on television to bring them the news. There's still lots of parts of the country that is not technologically advanced. And as long as this misinformation or lack of information keeps happening within cable news and within our newspapers, then we're just going to continue being stupid. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of stupidity here. We got to do a better job. So... If it's going to be this dumb little podcast who's going to do it, then I will provide you the news. We're at war, guys. Ukraine is still being invaded. And we still have to keep feeding the money until Russia finally stops and ceases to exist or Putin gets bored. Or something else happens to him. Which, you know, I'm not going to disclose. I don't want to send soldiers out there. And I hope that eventually the Russian people will be strong enough and brave enough to finally to finally stand up to him to a point in which he cannot continue. I hope for that day. I pray for that day. But until that day comes, we have to be informed about these things. And we have to be accepting that what it used to be before the pandemic cannot we cannot go back to that world that world is gone we've lost millions of people millions more got severely sick entire populations got eradicated and now there's a war going on in the middle of a pandemic in the tail end of a pandemic it's a completely different world and we have to do a better job of informing the people that this is a new, re- I hate the phrase, but a new reality. It's a new chapter in world history. News got to step up. Got to do better. And I donate some money to, the, to Wikipedia. Free information is good information. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Free factual information is good information. There. There we go. Okay. We're good now. Y'all stay safe out there. And remember, no matter how bad it gets here in the United States, you do know that there's another country on the other side that's currently being bombed daily by a country that is upset at its existence. It's a thing by a country ruled by a leader who's upset at the existence of Ukraine. I gotta learn to rephrase these things better. But, you know, these things are uncut, so sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry.
the night.